At Warehouser, we are committed to making products that are reliable, dependable, and perform to a high standard. Our enhanced OSB floor panels are equipped with our patented downpour self-draining technology to reduce rainwater ponding on the job site. And all panels come with edge seal and easy fit tongue and groove for hassle-free installation. With three different panels, you have options with Edge, Edge Gold, and Diamond. Warehouser is here to partner with you to build strong reputations and deliver exceptional performance. Connect with a representative at warehouser.com for product availability in your region. Since 1900, Palman has been utilizing the latest technologies to develop innovative products for the hardwood flooring industry. Committed to creating low-emission and solvent-free solutions along with ergonomic tools, Palman ensures the highest quality performance and working conditions for the hardwood flooring contractor. To learn more, please visit us.palman.net. This podcast is also brought to you by Odie's Oil Finish. Stability and movement is always a major concern, and Odie's Oil Finish reduces movements by up to 85%. Odie's Oil eliminates callbacks, completely waterproofs planks, and gets better with age, and can never wear off because it's not a plastic film on top. Odie's covers many times more surface dollar for dollar, allowing you to pocket for far greater profits. Don't let yourself miss out. Email nwfa at odiesoil.com, that's O-D-I-E-S-O-I-L.com, and get your first job free. Hi, you're listening to the Real Answers Podcast. I'm Michael Martin with the National Wood Flooring Association. And as usual, I'm here with my cohort, co-host Chris Zizza from CNR Flooring in Boston. And today is a very special day, isn't it, Chris? Came on. Guess where we are? We are, well, should we let them guess? Because they can probably hear the music in the background. Listen, if you're driving in your van today and you're working hard, that's what we all did. But today we're in Kansas City. We are. We're in Kansas City at SVB Wood Floors just opened their brand new headquarters and they've got a really great party going on tonight. They've got a new place that's big enough to put an airplane inside of. And um, we took this opportunity to bring together some really important people. We're calling them the First Wives Club. It's the three first ladies of the NWFA, three spouses of three chairmen or past chairmen. We have Heidi Zizek, Chris Zizek's wife from Boston. We have Victoria Bratton from Kansas City, our hostess and future chairman First Lady. And we have Teresa Lessig from Chicago, who is the spouse of past chairman John Lessig. So thank you all for being here with us today. This is a little departure for us. We actually don't get to talk to really interesting people uh, as often as we'd like. And this is definitely something that's more interesting than normal. We're going to talk about um, business from a different perspective today. Chris, you want to tell us what you think? What we want to accomplish for you young guys is to understand that the woman that sleeps next to you Guess what? You're supposed to respect her while you're building a business. And we're going to talk a little bit about that stuff. You know, no one no one does anything on their own. There's always in a marriage there are two people that are doing everything together. And, um, you know, building the business is not outside of that conversation. And I think it's really going to be interesting to hear kind of how the companies got built. And, you know, I just I guess I would start by asking, did any any of any of the three of you think that your husbands would be as successful as they have been when they were starting out? John took over the company before we were married, and then we got married two years later. Did I think it was going to be a big su- success? Yeah. John is, he's an only child, so it's very easy for him to be able to just focus on one thing. And so where we are today, if, if somebody was to ask me, I mean, we've had it for 30 years, and he worked in the company five years before that, I would say yes. He, he would, I always thought he would be successful. That's just his nature. So, how'd you handle the hiccups as a couple? 
Oh, there was many hiccups, many, many hiccups, late nights, weekends, you know, on vacation, phone calls. It was, it was rough, but you know, you just, he always made it a point to make sure like we either had a date night or, you know, I raised the kids. So, or when we did go on vacation after a while, I said, okay, that's it. You know, we're on our honeymoon in Tahiti and he's calling back the office. I'm like, okay, that's a little extreme. So, so just be focused. (laughs) Side note, if you take your wife to Tahiti, don't check in. (laughs) Like when I had met Steve, I knew he was always driven. He was the man in the family. So I always knew how talented he was. But I always knew that he was going to reach to that level because he was driven. He always wanted better for himself and for his family. So I knew he could achieve that goal to the fullest. I feel like that if I came into his life for a reason and I feel like that I led him to that point and we built this together because the patience and the time and the effort that all works in together. And yes, you could build this without a spouse and a significant other and a partner, but then you won't have nobody to come home to. So I'm so I'm so glad you said it that way because I agree. What, what I said earlier when we were off mic was I couldn't have done it without Heidi. And Heidi said, well, you could have, but you would have done it alone. And the reality is, I don't think, I, and I'm speaking for Steve and John um, at the same time, but I don't think we wanted to do it without any of you. Heidi Zizza, tell me what it's like being married to a floor guy. Always, always, always on the phone. Constantly, constantly on the phone. No matter where you are, no matter what's going on, you're on the phone. But at least nowadays, it's the phone and not the beeper. You don't have to leave to go to a pay phone. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> so, so all three wives are laughing because John, Steve, and I have all been in the game long enough to have had a beeper. But this is what you do. When you're a wood floor guy... Guess what? This is what you're open to. You're open to, wouldn't it be great if we got a coat on it on Saturday or Sunday? Or I get it. It's Thanksgiving weekend or it's Thanksgiving. We were all growing our business. There was sacrifice. Yes? Steve has been doing hardwood flooring since he was a teenager. He has learned how to just shut it off. When he comes home, he has to be present. It has to be a partnership. So it's been SVB day here, by the way, we golfed earlier and the gentleman in my cart, his name was Josh. And he said, do you have any advice for me? And I said, yes. The advice I have is while you're here in the industry, pick things you're going to do long-term with your wife together. You also have to run a business. So find the happy medium. The thing that happened to me, and we said in an earlier show was, I asked my daughter what she wanted to do for a living, and she said, well, I know I don't want to own a wood flooring company. <laughs> and I said, really? I, and, I, and I said it with, you know, like kind of an angst, like, what's wrong with that? And she said, well, you missed a lot. And this is our older daughter, Emma. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. I, and I go, I know I missed a lot. And she immediately snapped back at me and said, Dad, don't misunderstand me. I know we have a lot, 
but you missed a lot. And I'm not sure her words, I want to miss as much as you missed. Exactly. So, yeah. So I think talk too, about that. John, you know, would miss a lot of dinners because the kids couldn't eat at seven o'clock at night. So we missed a lot of dinners as a family. Um, neither one of our three kids want to be in the business either for that same exact reason, you know, um, always showing up late to things, you know, and it would just be frustrating for them. So, but, you know, they are very grateful for the success that their dad has had and they're very proud of them, but they just, you know, they just don't want to spend that much time on a career. So all three of you are mothers with children who are now coming into their own. And so if you look at this generation maybe differently than what ours experienced, um, do you think that's going to change for, for maybe the guys that are listening to us out there? Like maybe they're not going to have the same experience because this generation is, is slightly different as far as what they value? Or do you think it's going to continue to be the same sort of challenge? I have two boys, and um, one of my sons is 23, and he says that I just don't want to... I don't want the hassle of being in a relationship because of balancing that out, finding that time to manage a relationship and a business. Do you have any advice at all for there's a young flooring company out there? They got one or two trucks. They're doing the best they can. They're putting it together or they're crushing it. Doesn't matter. They got a young baby and they're on their way to 30 years of flooring. What do you want to tell that wife or that girlfriend? Be patient. If he's going to be working and and running a business, you have to be patient with your spouse. He's <laughs> going to be working. And you're going to feel like you're a single parent a lot of times. Yep. But you know what? It's worth it. And it just means that, you know what? The husband needs to make sure they make a point for the wife at some time. You know, and so our favorite thing to do is always go on vacation. And it's been a long time, but I started saying, you, you don't get a phone. Like, I, I, no phone. I echo what she's saying. <laughs> yeah. I say no phones at dinner. There's a time that you have to make for your wife. If you go out to dinner and you're on your phone, your wife is basically sitting there by herself. <laughs> if I'm trying to help anybody who's listening, this is my wife of 27 years. And we've just recently adapted, uh, adopted phone jail. And I put my mm. phone upside down on the table and I don't look at it. And guess what? The truth is that phone jail has proven to be something good because my wife looks at me and she says, I appreciate it. Guys, if we can't go out to dinner with our wife and not do anything flooring, then we're doing it wrong. While we built it, I think a couple times along the way, I didn't stop to kiss my wife, and I should have. And so I'm telling you guys, maybe think about it. Put your phone upside down on the table and have a nice dinner with your wife. I'm looking yes, at. I agree. Victoria, it's, it's Teresa. attention. Like we need attention. When you, we want your attention, just like. You want our attention. And in order to get that, you have to give it to receive it. We didn't have this available to us when we were building our business. We were just young kids trying to build a business. And there you are, a young kid trying to build a business. But guess what? You have a mechanism called Real Answers that is just telling you down the road, you might consider this little thing. 
why don't you just take your wife out to dinner once a week without the phone and build a business from there? Just quick thought. Is that a good idea? Yes. I think young people nowadays, though, are going to do it differently because I think they're growing up in a different era. They don't want to be in the office nine to five. They don't want to be tied to the job all the time. They're working from home. Everything is, is on the, you know, on the WWW. And they, they just live differently and they work differently. They're living in vans and traveling the country and they're living better lives, I think, than we did. Each of you have sort of a different relationship with the business. And that's, that's kind of something I'd like to touch on a little bit because we've talked a little bit because obviously Chris and, and Heidi are here and they, they're married and they're in, they're in this business. Um, but I think the relationships are different for all of us. So, Teresa, would you speak a little bit about your, like your journey with the business has been a little bit different than, than, yeah, so, than just spouse? You know, I was a stay-at-home mom until my kids, my youngest one was in junior high and John was in a jam and he said, could you please just come and work part time? And this was 10, 12 years ago. And somehow I'm there now full time and I'm working a lot. So, but he's in charge of the sales. We've worked it out because in the beginning that was, it was really hard to work with them. I right. mean, I, being married to him is one thing, but working with him is totally different. Uh, I can speak <laughs> to that. <laughs> so, um, but the thing is, is that, you know what, we finally figured out that the best way to do it is he's really great at sales. John is a people person. He's really great at sales. And I like the production side. And so he's in charge of sales. I'm in charge of production. We kind of, we meet together just to kind of communicate. The hardest thing has been, though, when you come home, not to talk about work. Because right. you could be stuck in that vicious circle. And we were in the beginning. And then we were like, okay, we can't do this because you seem like you're always at work then. So, but it's actually helped our relationship now that I'm in the business. I think it's, it's been fun. There are times where, you know, it's, it's rough. It's really rough, but I do think you feel like you understand fun. each other better because oh, yeah. you're, you're seeing what the other one's going through on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. what, what these builders demand and what they need or even residential people it's definitely an eye opener why he's in the situation he's in. Do you guys get upset over the same things, be it a customer or an employee? Uh, no, absolutely not. I'm probably more of the one who gets upset more than he does, especially at the customers. He just likes to, he's a people pleaser, so he'll make everybody happy. Well, every owner's a people pleaser, yeah. so I get that. Mm -hmm. So so you might just be like, no, we're not going to do that for that person. Exactly. <laughs> and he's That's like, oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, seriously? Yeah. And you know what? The other thing is, I would say, as women of the business, we have to take the good with the bad. You know, there's been many times where, you know, during the recession years ago, you know, that there was times where you know, he couldn't take a paycheck because, and so it was rough as a family to be able to do that, but you got to take the good with the bad. And, you know, that's one of the things we had to adjust to. I get it. Victoria, what are you, what are, tell us about, are you, how involved in the business? Are I'm you, actually not involved? involved in the business. Okay. Um, just stay at home mom. And, you know, when he comes home, he maybe will shoot some stuff at me. Um, but I am not part I, I don't help out in the business. Gotcha. But as a stay-at-home mom, what's your advice to the wood flooring contractor that's listening who has a stay-at-home mom? Do you have something you'd like to tell that guy 
that might help his stay-at-home mom? Well, I would like to um, make a note there about um, not being part of the business. If he would have included me in the business, I would have been more than happy to been part of it. Sure. So that being said, including your wife, maybe just not seeing her just as a wife, but also as, as, as more than that. So I see that as a choice. Um, and, and what I mean to say about that, and I like that you touched on that, Heidi and I, we've been married 27 years. We chose not to be in each other's business. Um, my wife's in real estate. I'm in hardwood flooring. The reason I say it not in each other's business is this. Um, I'm comfortable to say this right now because both my mom and dad have passed. Uh, I'll miss them forever and I'll love them forever. But they were involved together in my dad's business. And that business came home every day. And I lived in that as a child. And I didn't want to live in that as an adult. So my wife and I chose, she has a career in real estate. I have a career in hardwood floors. And we kept them separate. So Heidi, what do you have for advice for somebody who's sitting at home and her husband's a wood floor guy. Get it out of your garage. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard me on the show before talk Pretty about whether or not like you that. need a warehouse or a, or, or a storefront. I think Heidi's saying you do. Yes. Mm -hmm. It helps with the separation. We had a dog get stuck to our our garage floor on uh, with some bonus traffic. She just lied down and it dried that way. <laughs> so, yeah, we guys. We used to store hardwood flooring in our garage. <laughs> you remember that, Steve? This is what we did. Steve Bratton just walked in. Steve Bratton, can you walk over here and just for a second, congratulations on your grand opening. You need to walk forward or they're a not going to hear you. Beautiful showroom. Beautiful. Uh, you can say thank you. Or, but it, what I really want to ask you is this. The wives are here. Is there anything you would say to the wood floor guy driving to his job right now? Guess what? He's a young guy. He's got a business to build. What advice do you have for him? Guys, just stay positive. Keep moving forward. You know, and I'm sure they've covered this tonight. But, I mean, I can go back to when, like Victoria said, we were working out of our garage. You know, we were going from week to week of promising checks would come home to her and having a $50 grocery budget to go to the grocery store and counting the objects that would go into the, the cart. And it's just stay positive, keep moving forward. And I'm telling you, it'll pay off. So show up, keep selling, don't despair. And remember that there's a girl to your left that you love. Be the best you can be. And I'm going to tell you, and I said it earlier tonight, that lady on the side of you is going to support you and she's going to be by your side. And just remember that coming home at 11, 12 o'clock at night, working seven days a week is not always the greatest thing, but you've also got to put the work in up front and put it in hard. So, Guys, the number one thing you need to remember is, is this. If you're trying to build a business, don't think for a second that you're building it by yourself because you're not. You're building it with the woman next to you. And you need to respect that. You need to build from there. You need to ask her, what should we do next? 
she I don't think she needs to tell you I don't like that builder or I love this builder. But what she's going to say is I'm this or I'm that and you should listen when she says that. Am I wrong, Steve? Absolutely, 100%. And I'll tell you one of my faults throughout the years, my wife will probably roll her eyes and shake her head next to me. Communicate. Do the best you can at communicating. Uh, it's come full because circle. she said I, that earlier. <laughs> I have definitely struggled throughout the years and you might have that NWFA event or that HBA event or that Nary event or a design event that all of a sudden you tell her last minute, oh, sorry, honey, I forgot I'm out this evening. Communicate and do the best you can because I'll tell you I'm trying to do the best I can with it. I'm trying to do better. I think we're getting close to a close here on this episode. But what I want to say is this. Guys, if you're one truck, one big machine, two edgers, and a buffer, guess what? So were all of us. The truth is, you forge forward, you respect the woman with you, and you build a business. That's the direction you're going in. And we need everyone to understand that it might be 10 years, it might be 20 years. For me, it's 37 years. For Steve, it's how many? 29. 29 years later. And guess what? Hard work pays off, but you didn't do it alone. This episode is about respecting the women to your left. If you sleep on the right side of the bed, which I do. So God bless you all. The last thing I have to say to you guys before we exit is this. I unequivocally did not do it alone. And neither did John and neither did Steve. Guys, buy some roses. Thanks for listening to The Real Answers. Keep it real.